This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. Let's go to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. We're talking with the great Terry Francona. I know everybody poo-poos baseball fights. They're like, hey, you go out there and everybody's just talking yeah. and shoving. But when you get out there, man, those guys are big. They they get after yeah. it. And when they get after it, man, look out. It makes you a little nervous. Robin Ventura still won't talk about Nolan Ryan to, to this day. <laughs> he wants nothing with that conversation. Listen to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for a one-of-a-kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to PokerNight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Well, the World Cup is just around the corner, and here at Bet Rivers, we've assembled the very best handicappers around to take a look forward to all of the best bets. We've got Group A to preview today, and I'm pleased to say that Nigel Seeley, the boss, is with us. Nigel, really looking forward to the World Cup out in Qatar. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm actually going out there, going to join the guests we're going to speak to in a minute. I'm looking forward to counting down the days. I think it's going to be a fantastic tournament. I think it's going to be a fantastic football tournament. The weather's going to be perfect. Uh, the handle's now started to grow and the excitement is starting to build. I'm going to start off with Group A. An interesting group, uh, obviously the host Qatar in it, uh, and some interesting bets as well. But uh, I think the real action now, the countdown to the World Cup begins and it starts here in Group A. Uh, Nick Summerby is our man out in Qatar. Uh, Nick, a very good day to you. Depress us all. How hot is it today in Qatar? Well, as you can see, this lovely tan I've got here now, which is very <laughs> difficult, by the way, to keep it. Uh, it's the weather's cooled a bit. It's still thirties, early thirties. But when I say it's cooled a bit, you've just come off the back end of the summer, so the uh, the humidity starts to go down. But it's beautiful. Everything's set up. The excitement's here now. The roads are getting blocked off. Just down the road from me now, you've got your fan fest, and the and it's it, it's excitement, and we really can't wait. Want to get the games over from the weekend, and then obviously they start coming over. I think America came last night. And then obviously next week, we have the likes of England and everyone else coming over for the first game, which is Qatar versus Ecuador, which we are very excited about. Uh, we mentioned the conditions there. I mean, there's a lot talked about it, uh, Nick, obviously. Um, we've switched from a summer to a winter World Cup for the first time. I mean, in terms of football being played, is it going to be an issue for certain players, do you think? No, not at all, no. The weather, when I say the weather is perfect, it is, it's like a summer's day in England. Uh, at night time, it will go cooler. Uh, if if it, if there is heat and it's too hot, they have the air-conditioned stadiums, which was said when they first put the plan out. And when I, when I say the air-conditioning, it's a different temperature where the uh, spectators are to on the pitch. They will not get any better facilities. As for, the, as, as for the teams, as for the fans, especially the teams, because when they arrive here, they stay in their hotel and their training ground will be very close to the hotel. All state-of-the-art. 
Uh, I would imagine that, that that makes a big difference for, for the teams that they haven't got to move around. Look at the last World Cup, as good as what it was in Russia, there was a lot of travelling involved. There's none of that at all. This is all, this is, it's in a small city. The furthest stadium is the Albayat, you'll see for the opening ceremony, which is 45 minutes away. So everything is close and you can you get the opportunity to watch three or four games a day in the first couple of weeks. So facility-wise, with, with, the, with the teams, it's not going to get any better. They've been... The training facilities have been nurtured and they've been kept away from any public, high security for over a year. So the teams will play on the same training facility, which will be the same grass as what it will be on the pitches, what they play on. And it's state of the art. So there will be no arguments from fans and especially the teams because it, it's, it, it was, it'll be phenomenal. I think one of the biggest uh, things I could say is with Liverpool when they came over to play the World Club Cup, Klopp never knew anything about the country. But when he left, he was so surprised at all the infrastructure and obviously the training facilities. Get your thoughts on Qatar and how good they might be in just a second. Just want to take a, a look at the prices for Group A first and foremost. Though we've got the Netherlands, Nigel minus two twenty-five, Senegal plus four hundred. Uh, Ecuador plus 600 and Qatar plus 1300 to win the group. I mean, to me, those prices look about right for Group A. Yeah, I think if you look at the group markets all the way through, all the, all the groups, it's going to be a very, very strong market leader. Uh, the trouble is in World Cups, the format does go out the window. There is one team that always lets you down. So anyone who looks for parlays of all those group market leaders, be very careful because one, one or two are going to lose. Uh, if you look at the Netherlands, they come in in great form, unbeaten in 15 matches. The only game they lost was in the Euro 2020 competition. The last game they lost, they put on a nice run together. And on the handle on Bet Rivers, they've been a very, very popular selection on the outright market, which is reflected on the odds of minus 225 to win the group. Senegal were a side that I thought could challenge them. I thought Senegal, a great goalkeeper, great defensive, uh, lost in the uh, African Cup of Nations when they got beat in the final by Egypt on a penalty shootout. Uh, but I feel that here that, uh, that the thing that I like here, though, is the problem for Senegal is obviously Mane. You know, he's not going to go to the World Cup. Big doubt. Probably he will go, but he probably won't be fit enough to play in the first two games. So that's a big, big question mark about it. The interesting thing for me on this group is how Qatar start. And that is the interesting thing of the whole betting market here. They're 13, plus 1,300 with Bet Rivers. But if they win the game against Ecuador, they're half that price. And I don't think they get beaten that for opening game. So when you look at the Group A market, you look at the top two, you, you know, you're going to make a case for the top two to go through. But the big question mark here is Qatar, because the bookmakers uh, all across the world have no idea what that Qatari side. We do. We do have an insight into it with Nick. So I'm interested to hear what he thinks about that. But uh, for me, no surprise to see the market as it is. But Qatar, I don't think they're going to embarrass themselves here. Well, let's get uh, the inside track, shall we, um, on Qatar, because, uh, Nicky, you work for local TV out there. You know all about uh, the players who play for the Qatari national side. And when it comes to their form, it's difficult to know how good the form is because we've seen them play friendlies recently. They have played in the Gold Cup. They did well in the Gold Cup. They played in the Copa America a good few years ago as well. They've had this training camp uh, with Felix Sanchez in charge over the last few years. But you've seen the players. You tell us how good... They could be because traditionally hosts always get out of their group. Only South Africa uh, in modern World Cups have not got out of the group. So you give us the inside track on Qatar. Well, this is what is quite interesting. It's the work what's gone into Qatari football. We know all about the stadiums and the infrastructure, but the work what's gone in. Uh, the league itself, which is the Qatar Stars League, uh, where a lot of the players, well, all the players play there. And then, but since a young age, they, they were all, they've all been trained at a place called Aspire. So it's, what it is with these is they're, is they're taught there. 
they sleep there and they're trained there by by all the best coaches in the world. A lot of them are Spanish, uh, and the facilities are, are absolutely stunning. Now the the reward for, for, for I mean they opened that in two thousand and four um, and four. The reward for that was that they won the Asian Cup. I mean that is money can't buy that for Qatar in two thousand and nineteen. I know it's four years ago, but you think about all the countries in in that Asia, it's massive, and they won that. These players know what they're doing. From a young age, they've been playing tournaments all around the world, obviously being coached with the best coaches, and now all of a sudden we're starting to see the rewards for it. Uh, with Felix Sanchez, he's been with the players all the way through. He's he's originally from uh, Barcelona, but he's won the under-19s, under-18s, and he's come all the way through with, with this group of players. And there's some talent there. When I say there's some talent, they are very good on the ball, uh, energetic, there's goal scorers, there's a boy Akram Afif, you've got to keep, he's the, he's the golden boy in Qatar and, and Ali Moez, <laughs> they're the ones to look out for, but they'll be confident, they'll be confident because the belief is, is, is with Qatar. The only problem with the first game, <clears throat> the world will be watching, it's at the Al Bayat Stadium, which is absolutely stunning, it's a Bedouin tent in the middle of the desert, and uh, when you go up to it and you see the views of it, it's fun. It's absolutely stunning. And it'll be 60,000. And I'm saying there's 50,000 of those will be Qataris. So the belief is there. If they can get that first victory, which everybody in Qatar thinks they can do it, it'll really set them off. And are they capable of doing it? Have they got the players to do it? Can they control games of football? Yes, they can. And I think they can surprise a few, a few people. But it's finally, with the group, what they've got with Senegal and obviously Holland, you're saying that, I mean, Holland are clear favourites. It's vitally important that they, they, they get off with a good result against Ecuador. And I really think they can do it because I know what the players are capable of doing. What's 250 to win that first game, uh, incidentally? And Nicky, I know that's going to be one of your selections when we round things up as well. Just to get out of the group, uh, they are uh, plus 375. Would you back them to get out of the group, Nicky? I just think it's vitally important in this first game to get something out of it, not to lose. So obviously it's the it's the occasion, how they're going to take it. You know, I know how wonderful the players are, but when the spotlight's on you and the world's on you, I'm looking forward to seeing how they react. But I do think they'll get a result and I think they'll win that first game. And then it's the momentum, then it's the belief, then it's everybody even more getting behind them with Qatar. I think they've got a chance of getting out of the group. But as I said, vitally important that they get something from that first game against Ecuador. I think they'll get out of the group, Nigel. No. <clears throat> I agree with Nick, though, on um, the fact that I think they're, they're, they're worth a bet to beat Ecuador. I definitely will bet them on the Asian handicap. I'll definitely bet them on draw no bet. And, I, and, I, and if I was in Bet Rivers Towers, I'd be looking to take as much money as I could on Ecuador at sort of even money. Um, big teams in, in major championships, home advantage, always do well. I mean, the, the conditions they're going to be suited by, as Nick said, 60,000 Fans, he says 50,000 Qataris. I think 59,999 Qataris. I don't think many Ecuadorians are going to be travelling to this World Cup. Ecuador coming on the back good of a, a qualification campaign in South America, but the back end of it was shocking. They're very good at home. They're not very good on the road. I agree with Nick in terms of that game, but I don't think Qatar will, will get through. I think the top two are much better than, the, than what we see from Qatar. But I think it's so important for the competition for Qatar not to lose. If they lose their opening game 2 or 3-0 then I think the expectation and the whole sort of tournament has, on the day one has a bit of a downward turn. But I think the bet here is on that market, on the group there. If you look at Ecuador to win the group, Ecuador plus $6 and, and Qatar plus 13 And to finish last, Ecuador plus 250 with Qatar at minus 134. I think there's a lot closer 
between those two markets than they actually suggest there. So I'm agreeing with Nick that Qatar will do well in that first game. So for that reason, the bet I like here is Ecuador to finish bottom. I think they're the side that are going to finish bottom here. I think Qatar don't get beaten in the first game, and I don't think they're embarrassed themselves against Netherlands or Senegal, but I think Ecuador could down tools and uh, lose quite heavily in those two matches. So in agreement, some kind with, with Nick, but I don't think Qatar have got enough to get through that group, no. Uh, Nicky, let's get your thoughts on, on the Netherlands here. Uh, Louis van Gaal now in charge. They top Group A of UEFA qualifying. They won seven of their 10 games. No Memphis Depay, uh, potentially for the first game. He's not played for Barcelona for the last couple of months or so. He scored 12 goals in qualifying, the same as, as Harry Kane. Uh, their over-unders in the group stages, six overs, four unders. We associate them with a side that can implode. Have you seen much of the Netherlands? And as Nigel was suggesting, there's been quite a lot of interest on the outright market for the Netherlands for the World Cup. On the face of it, it looks like they've got a, a fairly easy group to progress from. They are minus 1450 uh, uh, to, uh, to make it through to the knockout stages. What's your thoughts on the Dutch? Well, they're unbeaten in the last four group stages in the, in the World Cups. What they've been, I mean, that's phenomenal. So obviously they're very comfortable at getting through the, the group stages. You know, they have the quality, obviously, Dijon. You've got to look at Nathan Aki as well in defence, you know, him alongside Van Dijk. Uh, look at Aki, how much he's improved since he's gone to Manchester City. And he's pretty much uh, a regular, you would say now. He's a first choice. So if you're looking at defence, obviously they're, they're, they're solid there, but going forward as well. But straight away you look at them, they are clear favourites. You know, they are confident in the early parts of the of the tournament. What, they've been to three finals and lost? They haven't won the World Cup. Are they an outside bet? I don't know. I think you'd be... I think yeah, I think that's a bit too much to ask for. But to get through the, the early stages, they've got to be favourites to get out of this group. We're just going to go back quickly about Qatar there. You know, they are not the favourites in this at all. And I know that what, what a good team they are. So have a look at them. Have a look at what, what bets you've got there for Qatar because nobody's given them a chance at all to get out to, to get out of this uh, group. So are the favourites to go through, Nigel? Yeah, the favourites go through in there. The reason why they're getting money on the outright market is because their group. I mean, their group there, we've got, they've got Senegal, Ecuador and Qatar. And then it looks like if they win that group, they've got the runners-up in the England group, which is going to be Wales, England, probably England will win it. You've got Wales, you've got Iran or America. They've got a probably they couldn't, couldn't have got an easier group to get the easier section to get to the quarterfinals and then the quarterfinals anything can happen. So that is why they're being popularly you know you don't want to be betting teams in a tough group thinking they might not be able to qualify. That's why they're being expected in betting in the, the outright market. But the thing is for me with, with the Netherlands is that they always implode like you say in the European Championship they look great. In, in no Van Dijk in uh, the Euros though and he's obviously back for the World Cup. Yeah, I know. Yeah, of course he makes a difference. He's the best, one of the best defenders in the world. But Holland is Holland. You know, this, this is as hot. There's been better Dutch sides in the world that have, should have done much better in World Cups that never delivered. Uh, so I, I, I think they'll, they'll probably get through to the quarterfinals if the draw goes as we expected. But as we said, if they finish runners up in this group, they play England if England win the group. So I wouldn't be rushing to that. I think the key factor here, and this, we're going to come back really simply to the betting, to the cut, to the bones here. I think the top two sides are a class above, absolute class above. But for me, I think the different, the, the value here is that bottom market. I don't think Qatar finished bottom in this group. I think they'll come out of it as an emerging nation. They'll finish third. They won't be embarrassed and they'll hold their head up with pride at the end of the competition. And people will go around and say, that them Qatari teams have, have done okay. And I think they're a team, a nation going places. And I feel that they'll come third. But Ecuador here is the bet for me. The best bet to finish bottom. Ecuador to finish bottom. We think that Senegal are going to qualify. Let's get your thoughts on Senegal as well. I mean, Nicky, 
Sadio Mane, we're not 100% certain if he's going to play the first game. He obviously was injured on uh, domestic duty with, with Bayern Munich. He makes such a difference, of course, of course, to Senegal. But they've got some decent players in their starting lineup and obviously have done well in African Cup of Nations recently. They are FIFA ranked 18. Nigel's suggesting uh, minus 121. They should go through probably in second. That's their price to qualify for the knockout stages and they're plus 400 to win the group. Does Mane make a difference if he doesn't play? Could you see them crashing out and maybe not making um, the knockout stages? Does he make a difference? Of course he does. Uh, what a player. And I, and I do hope he, he makes it. We want to see him. Uh, your biggest example is Liverpool without him this season. That is how much of a player he is. Listen, uh, they still have quality. Kulabi, Mendy, uh, Gaye, uh, Saad as well. He used to play for, play for Watford. You know they have, they, have, they have quality in in their side, and they do go down as, as second favourites. But Mane, as I said, is, is is huge for them. Whether he misses the first game or something and comes back, you know we want to see all the top players at the World Cup, and hopefully, I think he he's definitely could be the difference if he is fit. Now the other week I was talking about that he's not playing, but now all of a sudden there's rumours that he might be able to get back. So he's vitally important for, for Senegal. Without him. I've just said about what Liverpool are without him. That's how important he is. So it's a huge miss if he doesn't play for them. Yeah, just one thing. If you're going to bet Senegal to, to qualify or to win this group, the news on Marley is absolutely huge. I mean, you, you, the price now is minus 106 for them to finish in the top two. It was minus 141. That shows you how much of an influence he is. And obviously, if the word comes out he doesn't start in the first game, you might even get plus money uh, about Senegal to qualify. So that's how important he is. So I think he's as crucial to, to Senegal as Harry Kane is to England. I think that's how important he is. They've got a great quality of players. Got probably one of the best goalkeepers in the tournament in Chelsea's Mendy. A great centre-half as well. Uh, I still think Senegal will qualify. They'll use him up their sleeve and they'll bring him on uh, with 20 minutes to go or half hour to go in games that they need a result. Uh, so I still think they'll qualify. Uh, along with Netherlands. I don't think the group is going to produce any shots. I think the top two go through. OK, well, let's just wrap up then with the uh, selections. Um, uh, Nicky, just remind us of the two bets that, that you like when it comes to Qatar for the World Cup and Group A in particular. Well, I think, I think Qatar in the first game will beat Ecuador. That's going to give them a huge lift. I think, I think they're going to go through. I do. I think it's uh, just because I know the quality of what they've got. And if they get it right... And they get that first nervy but big performance in the in the first game. It's going to give the whole country a lift, and I see them going through. And obviously, we talk about Senegal with Mane. If he if he doesn't play, that's good news again for Qatar. Uh, but I don't think there's any any question at all that Holland are going to uh, going to win the group. Holland to win the group. Um, Nicky's uh, backing Qatar to go through as well. We know that hosts always have a fantastic record. And they're a fair price as well. Obviously, Nicky's got the inside track when it comes to Qatar. Nigel, just remind us of, of your picks as well, because, um, well, you're not sweet at all on Ecuador, are you? No, uh, they're the team I think you want. It's to... a young squad, isn't it, as well, Ecuador? I think they're the youngest in the South American qualifiers. And as you mentioned, the form dropped off a cliff right at the end of their Yeah, but you look at their star two players. They, they, play in, they, they play bit parts in the Premier League and two big players, Casadio and uh, Valencia. And they're not, you know, they're not, they're not well stars compared to what you have on the other countries. I feel that the, the big game is the first game. I think that sets the tone of the whole competition and it sets the tone of this group because then we'll determine. There'd be a, the two sides we're not quite sure about the bookmakers will have a rebase after watching that game. So for me, I'm going to go for Ecuador to finish bottom of the group, plus 250. I think that's a huge, huge price. 
especially if we think that the Qataris are underrated. As Nick said, we've got the inside track there. So I'm going to go Ecuador to finish bottom of the group at plus 250. And, I'm, and not surprisingly, I'm going to go for the form book, the Netherlands and Senegal to qualify at plus 110. Plus 110 looks a really good bet to me. Top two, top two ranked teams in that particular section to make it through uh, to the knockout stages. Uh, now then, Nicky, apparently Nigel is coming out to stay with you over the course of the World Cup. I, I know that you two can lead each other astray rather badly. Hopefully you're going to look after each other. I don't know which one's worse, you or him. Oh, him, definitely. You're going to look after listen, him, he's not allowed. Listen, listen, he's not allowed yet, by the way. He's just got to see. It depends how he behaves himself. But I'm just going to say I, I'm going a little bit off key again. There's a, there's a lad there called Javi Simmons who plays for Holland. Now, he plays for PSV. He used to be at PSG. Keep your eye out for this player. I think he's 18, 19. Uh, he's in the squad for Holland. I'm sorry I didn't mention him before, but this boy excites me. He's a natural talent. So, he, as, as it goes on at the tournament, watch out for this boy to do really wonderful things. He looks the, he looks the real deal. I'm talking about up there with the likes of your Neymars and your, and, and your players like that. You can see straight away, so keep your eye out for him. And as for Nigel coming over here, He's got to do everything, by the way. He's got to do the washing up. He's got to do the cooking. He's got to do it. He's got to run the suntan oil in my back as well. By the way, he's got to do a little bit of that. He's got to do. You've got when you come over here. You've got to. You've got to do a bit of work. You've got to work. Uh, listen, team. I've known Nick for many, many years on time, and uh, that's about as excited as he gets when he's when he, when he talks about a potential world superstar. So, uh, what an exciting time! So, I will have some work to do, and uh, just make sure that barbecue's on when we get out there in a couple of weeks' time, Nick. Uh, Nicky, uh, thank, thanks for your company. Please look after him um, uh, when, you're, when you're out there for the World Cup. Thanks for joining us, pal. Thank you very much. Uh, that's Nick Summerby. Nigel, thanks uh, as ever. I know you're going to be back with more um, content over the course of our uh, World Cup previews as well, aren't you? Yeah, looking forward to it. Some great content coming. Some more shows, every group preview, and the whole team will be alongside me. Well, indeed, uh, that wraps up our Group A preview. Make sure you stay across all of our content. Our Twitter handle is at Because We Win. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider.